0: What's going on, misfits, on this International Women's Day? We are joined by actress and comedian Joyelle Johnson, and we are talking Disney princesses, the importance of seeing yourself in media, dating white men, and family secrets. Now... JL was so wonderful. She welcomed me into her home and we had such a loving, candid conversation about all the things I just mentioned. But above all, it made me realize that we women overcome so many obstacles and men I understand that you're like oh what about women blah, blah. It's not even a racial thing I think that men in general just really don't know how to stand up and defend women but they expect us to have the bail money to make the food to stitch up their wounds to kiss them when they are crying on the inside it's like you gotta give us our credit women are strong and we need to be respected so hopefully you get that same feeling with this episode now, you know how I've been saying all this year that making this podcast pop has been a priority and that is still very true, which is why I love the fact that you're listening and I hope that you're sharing with people and also you need to join my mailing list because I have a lot of great things that I'm working on. I plan on hitting the road this summer, going on tour. so let me know what cities you want to see me in. I am starting a Patreon page where I'm releasing exclusive content for my subscribers. I want to meet you where you want to be and where you want me to be which is at the top yeah that's what i did i did that you're listening to social misfit (laughs) ladies and gentlemen welcome to another episode of social misfit with me your host chloe hilliard on location on a plush couch in crown heights (laughs) with miss joyelle johnson Welcome, Chloe. I love my couch. Her couch is huge, huge. It's massive. Yes, it's a, it's a it's a what is it like a what do they call it? The L shape. This well, it's the Shea Lounge. Shea Lounge with an ottoman with storage, and a sofa bed. Oh wow! And then the ottoman with the sofa, you could. It's basically like a. F- full size. no like a almost like a queen size bed yes like yes. an extra long queen size bed this is for depth. movie nights netflix and chill on steroids and all that but stuff but that's the thing the thing is like joyo has a wonderful roommate who's doing roommate stuff behind us but like this couch is the type of couch that you just want to fuck niggas on so how do you do that with a roommate who's like always in the mix no offense for me <laughs> we, we we will start here we will get a little saturday night live or something going and then take it into our bedroom so before the dick come out you gotta relocate yes we, we should relocate before the dick comes out speaking of dick really quick um did you see black china sex tape Black China has a new sex tape. Are you surprised that she would ever not have a new sex tape? I mean, that does not surprise me. Who was she having sex with? I have no idea, but it was in a hotel. Yes. I watched the entire thing. It's on Pornhub. I don't know when it came. I don't know when it was recorded, but she clearly knew that she was being taped. Like, the camera is set up on the side of the bed and she comes out of the bathroom and she, like, winks and twerks her booty cheek at the camera. Like, she she never seemed like a shy girl. No, 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 no. But, and her, um, her, everybody's doing a, the Black China challenge because her head game was despicable. Like, not good? Not good at all. Did Black China put bad head game on camera? Um, that's how I know she probably didn't leak it because who would want that out there like that? but so it was like bad head like really bad head like pro- you know what it is she probably didn't want to take the nigga's dick or it was like musty you ever like you ever see somebody when they like kind of like you, you've been in a situation where you kind of like get close and you're like fuck the problem is with me you know I usually can't smell <laughs> oh, so yeah. if I can smell your dick that's a problem <laughs> and I have experienced that we've yes. all experienced that musty day old dick where the, the must is is wafting yeah to the point where you would to be like come on son just go just splash the us to it. take showers, y'all. Yeah. take showers too. But the one thing I realized about Black China watching that sex tape is that she is a master manipulator. Like yeah. she knows how to make a man feel amazing. She's not even—I don't feel she's not even there mentally. Like she's just doing and saying the things that she's gonna say. So she has a little high-pitched voice, you know what I mean? And she kept saying like, "Oh, I'm scared, like scared of the dick." And I'm like, "Girl, yeah, no way. You ain't scared of the dick. Ain't you no do to be fucking that dick. <laughs> That's the shit you saying when you like, all right, hurry up." Like, and your mom is like, hurry up. And then of course they go on raw, which is gross. And then like, he like he's going to town and she's like, okay, all right. Okay. Cause it, it was like, she was like annoyed. You know what I mean? Like she had to really let him go 150% cause she was just giving like 10. This sex tape sounds like a journey. Um, it's really not. It's like 13 minutes, but, um, I liked it because it was like very amateurish. Like it was a home, homemade tape, Home-home. like the light, Home-home. home, home tape. <laughs> the lighting isn't that great yeah but you know it's her because of the tattoos and the button that blonde wig the, you know china the blunt bang so you know it's her i can't wait to see it i'm um, gonna look at that tonight and then at the end he pulls out and he goes to pull to not on her face and she's like no i was like Mm-mm. not you nigga <laughs> you ain't got no yeah so i don't even think i don't even think i'm giving her credit i don't think that she was trash i don't think she was given trash head i think she just didn't want to give him head Right. I feel like Black China knows how to give head. I'm pretty sure. I believe in her. Her, Yeah. I believe in her too. But you can see it. Like when you watch it, you watch it and you're like, oh, yeah, she, whatever he had, she had, she wanted something. She did it because she wanted something. Oh, for sure. It was not love at all. Well, kudos to China. I love her. I think she's great. (laughs) You know what? I feel like she's, um, this is where I kind of fell off the black channel wagon, when she started trying to sue the Kardashians. All of that's just funny to me for use of the Kardashian name. That's so funny, to she, me. bitch! If your game was tight, you would have just married the dumb dumb. You would have just got him to marry you. So yeah. what? So what is it? What happened that you couldn't stick to your plan? See, Melania stuck to her motherfucking plan. Oh, she's get, miserable. She's so miserable. Before we even get into that tangent, please read us your social media post. okay <laughs> nice transition um <laughs> well i have a social media post do i, do I say what the picture is yeah, yeah yeah describe well read it read the caption and then describe the. Picture. all right this is my caption you guys quit fucking playing as with the princess and the frog i'm low-key jealous of the little black girls who get to look up to these queens my heroes y'all don't even understand fuck a movie it's a movement hashtag onward. hashtag black girls rock black girl magic y'all play too much black panther it's a picture of denai and lupita in south africa headed to the black panther premiere and they just look like mid Hero. Booty popping, moon, booty popping, 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 yes. yes, tummy flat, tips. We got up. we got clavicles in this picture. There's lots of shoulder, uh, bald head. Did I still rock in the bald head? Like it's just everything. And they just look like superheroes. Yeah. And I'm honestly when I went to see the Princess of the Frog, I cried a little bit when I saw her beautiful black skin on the screen. Didn't see it. And, okay. <laughs> hilarious. But the funny thing was, I was jealous of all these little black girls in princess dresses. Because I was like, I didn't have a Disney princess when I was little. But can we talk about the Princess and the Frog and why I didn't see it? Because she was only a human for Hello 4 4% Goodnight. of the movie? Yes. The fact that she was only a human for 1st of all, I hate Disney, period. Yes. Um I hate Disney with a passion. I mean, for so many reasons. But. I didn't like the fact that she was a frog for most of the movie. Yeah. And before it even came out, you know, we're trying to get us hype. So they started releasing like images of, um, of the cast members and they showed the prince and he was high yellow. Yes. And people was like, no, the fuck not. Right. So they had to go back and darken him up. And well, I was like. he was like, supposed to be Creole. Yeah. Uh, c- come on now. <laughs> I'm just I saying, that look like. Them. I understand it, but like for this to be like the first representation of African Americans in your Disney, f- uh, princess franchise, make him a little bit darker than butterscotch. I mean, yeah, I, there there's always gonna be problems with it, and that was shocking to me because I didn't know the story, and I was like, oh, so she's a frog for ninety percent of the movie. All right, Disney. I guess baby steps. Baby steps. Yeah, a hundred years like, of baby steps. And they haven't done anything since then, really. No, no. I mean, also Disney has fallen off. I mean, Disney. Was well, when We were kids. Animation's fallen off. They do Pixar movies now. Yes. And Wrinkle in Time. I think that's a Disney film. Ugh, can't wait for that. I don't even know the story of a Wrinkle in Time. Neither do I. So many people have read the book. My roommates read the book, and I. I never read that book. I missed that book. But it's a YA book. It's a. It's like a new, new, See, I'm. 37 so if anything yeah. came out after 1988 well exactly that's young adult it, it missed me we're the same age so yeah for me i was like i didn't read that book but i'm gonna go see oprah do whatever the hell oprah's doing in that white afro <laughs> <laughs> uh, i don't know what that is about and i think it's, it's like time travel time jumping a little girl yes. who is mixed-raced She's mixed race and she's also uh, a a, sci- a scientist, right? Like a baby a baby nerd? No, I don't think she's a I think her dad was a scientist and he found something out and he got trapped in another parallel universe and she has she's like the only person that can go find him. Okay. Well, I'm going to find that out opening weekend. Yeah, yeah, I have not seen uh Black Panther it sounds Neither. like you're coming out of the closet to me Chloe. well i'm just saying i feel like you've seen it what five times already twice and round up to five and i will probably see it five times <laughs> in and i don't want you to feel like you can talk about it because i haven't seen it yet Oh, you don't want me to talk about it? No, it's gonna you're gonna spoil it. Okay, I mean you can talk talk about about your feeling about it. Yeah, that's what I would. I would only talk about my feeling. I'm not. I don't do spoilers. I'm very aware of spoiling a movie. Even though you know what's so interesting, though, even I'm the type of person that I will tell you to tell me every single detail of the movie, and then if I see it, I I would still see it, and if I don't, I still felt like I saw it, and I would talk to the person about it like I saw it. I, yeah, I'm, the, I'm always the type to be like, tell me what happens. Tell me, no, no, no. It's okay. Yeah. I won't be upset. And people are like, no, you will. I was like, no, I won't. Trust me. But, but I want to know why you felt like you couldn't still look up to the Princess Frog as a grown adult. I, I did. You were jealous of the girls, though. I was just Well, because like, I didn't have that when I was a kid. Who do we have? Who did we have? We had... Who did we have? You tell me who we I had. We had the color purple. Is that? oh girl. There that was that a count? lot of rape in the hello. Color there purple. was rape and stuff like that. Who did we so have that was just a pure rape? Somebody to look up to. Naomi Campbell. I mean, I I in looked movies? up to her as a kid. Um, Ray Dong Chong. <laughs> <What are> you <laughs> talking about? Ah! Squeak. Ray Dong Chong. Yeah. Squeak. squeak? And motherfucker, wasn't she in uh, the Eddie Murphy movie? One of them. Um... What Shetty Murphy movie? I don't know. She wasn't one of them motherfuckers. Not coming to America. We had Whoopi Goldberg, Jumper Jack Flash. Yes. it's Sister Act. Oh, for sure. Lauren Hill. I was big Act. with Sister, Sister I was, Act. Lauren Hill. She's from the next town over from me in New Jersey. When that came out, also Miseducation came out around that same time. Yeah. She was a superhero to me. Yeah, but Lauren just, Hill was probably the biggest, most impactful. Janet Jackson for Pop. Janet Jackson for pop but Lauren Hale for like introspection and like enlightenment self-awareness like uh, yeah she definitely made me like I didn't feel Janet as viscerally as I like, felt Lauren Lauren made me like poetry for like 1.5 years oh my god you, you, you're like writing your own shit yeah I was right, like, oh this yeah because it was college 98 she came out yeah. and I said like, yeah I started my freshman year and so everyone on moving day everybody was playing Lauren Hill like, uh-huh. you know you have your door open you p- unpacking your shit you gotta get your stereo up first yes you gotta claim you gotta unpack yes you gotta to claim music. mm-hmm and Miseducation was all anyone was At playing. The entire Everywhere. floor. Everyone was playing. And where did you go to school? NYU. Right. So, the tri state area. I was <laughs> in New Jersey. Yeah. I graduated the next year. That's all anyone was playing was yeah. Miseducation. Yeah. And it and made me feel so woke. And I was like, well, I think I want to dress. Yes. I cut all my of hair that. Off. I, I want to be natural. That was the mm-hmm. natural craze. We that all started going start. natural. Yeah. And when I thought I was pregnant, I definitely played Zion for like a good week and a half. <laughs> <laughs> now the joy in my was Like, oh, I'm not pregnant. Yay! And up, I was, yeah. I remember I had to tell my mom that I was like, I think I might be pregnant. She's like, Why do you think you're pregnant? I was like, Because I had sex. She's like, And, and, and I was like, And my she was mad said, at you for coming at her. She wasn't even mad. She was just like, Why, why are you hit me until you sure? Hello, save that. <laughs> she was like, Yeah. She was like, Just go get a test. And I was like, Okay yeah once we're over 18 our mothers are no longer yeah just call me call me with tragedy or good news right that's it ain't no in between figure all that life shit out hit me with the plus and the minuses yes the highlights and the low lights it's no no fakes Black Mamas don't got think, time for that. I'm going to look up movies in the 80s and 90s. I mean, I I love Rudy Huxville. I felt like Rudy I was hero. Rudy. was my hero. Rudy was my hero. So she went not let, let her have a blowout. When she had a blowout on episodes, i was be like, yes. mama, can I blow my hair out? Yes. And oh my God, you, we all remember when we got our first perm and it's like. Oh, my mother fucked my head up. How old were you? I want to say I was in the seventh no, in the sixth or seventh grade, dude, I was seven. I was seven when I got my first perm. Did, so. did they? Was it? Was it like the scene in The Color Purple when they do the when they do the <laughs> scarification and the drums is beating and they <laughs> grab the kids was running in the field like, come over here, we got to talk to you for a second. I mean, it might as well have been because I was breaking my neck after it. Like I went through a ritual. Oh my gosh! So wait, there was no conversation. Your mom didn't say so. This is what we're doing with your hair, or. I'm sure I was probably begging for it, you know. Did she tell of... you not to scratch your head for a couple? Because you can't tell a seven-year-old to not scratch their head. Get, when I don't I get... remember getting that memo. You don't remember? There was no burnage. I don't remember getting burned. No. Oh wow, man, my no. mother fucked me up. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, no, I went to a salon. My mother didn't. Do oh, it. my mother's in mine, and fuck. Oh no, me no, 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 up. no! I did. I went to a salon. First of all, I have a big head. I'm wearing Bantu nuts right now so you can see how big (laughs) my head is and my hair is really thick. Joy, you have really thick hair too. Your hair's thick. Yeah. I'm saying you have thick hair. Yeah. yeah, You both like really like dense thick hair. And so my mother went and you know, the home perm kits came in a box with the, with the perm mixture. Oh yeah, I know. And you put it in, you activated home scientists. So my mother, part part of my hair in the middle this time know she shouldn't have been doing it in retrospect part of my hair in the middle from the front to the back permed one side ran out of perm Ooh. and had to go to the store to get more perm but the store is like five six blocks away so left it in while she ran to the i school? believe she may have left it in Oh my goodness! And so when she came back, yeah, when she came back, this side where my right side was silky, silky soul sister, and the other side was nope, because I was like, you gotta wash this out, you gotta wash it out. So she washed out this side, and it was straight, and the other one, and then like immediately like breakage, and then I ended up having to cut my hair, and I had like a curly fro. I'm gonna find a picture of me because I had to do school photos, and you know back in the day we didn't have flat irons, so like when you curled your hair, that shit was bumped 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 in bumped and round or yeah sponge roller was in that bitch yeah i had I, plenty of sponge rollers. so my hair was looking like al sharpton circa 1990 <laughs> it was a pompadour door a pompadour and i just wanted I some need picture evidence of this i'm gonna have to find a picture i'm gonna post it up because i definitely was like this my hair does not look like rudy hoxton no mom i mean rudy definitely had a team on her hair but I know. But isn't it so crazy how television was back then, where like whatever their hairstyle was for the episode was their hair for the entire episode? For sure. Versus like now when you watch a TV show, they have like 50 million different hairstyles. Oh, all these different wigs. The wig budget for how to get away with murder and scandal is just. Yeah. Even when I watch, even when I watch Issa Rae on Insecure, I be like, "Bitch, you did not do your hair five times in four days. You did. There's no fucking <laughs> not, way. Not from bed to <laughs> knots to twist to blow out. Absolutely not. To cornrows going up to the top of your head from the back from and, the and, and and neat ones. No they, sir. They don't, they don't even let them get like day yeah. old. The only thing <laughs> is, I mean, I just I wish they need to just show her doing her hair like one time because it's way for your life to be a fucking mess. Your hair is done way too much. Let's really be honest. Can we Cause talk about Because that takes it? me out of the story sometimes. Yeah. Because I look at it and I'm like, bitch, you lost your job. But, them pre- <laughs> but, <them laughs> but that bang is popping. Can we even just have a reference to your homegirl that hooks you up? Like, Somebody. Like, let's have a line where you going into her house. This is my homegirl who always hooks me up. No? No. We just, go, we we just see you with a little with a little Prince Super Bowl head tie on. Yeah. And, and other it. than that, you got crazy hairstyles. Yeah. I have a good... We're both natural. I feel like it's even weird to even say that we're both natural. Because I feel like you should be saying someone's permed at this point. Right. Like, everybody is pretty much natural. Natural, yeah. Um, I have maybe... My hair is out. My hair was in crochet for, like, six weeks. So, I, like, if you saw my Instagram, those, like, big, like, corky, like, cork screw curls. Those all crochet. Yeah. So, I took my hair out. So, normally, when I have my hair out, I have maybe three hairstyles that i'll do my hair in yes yes and that's I, like a braid out um a slick back into a bun or like a high top like a high ponytail with like i can't get texturing. a bun I, this is the close. this is my ponytail why can't you get a bun i don't have that much uh drive Oh, okay. I was about to say, I was like, but you got plenty of hair. <laughs> don't have that much focus and drive. That would take but a lot. But trust me, when I get my hair back into a bun, it's in a bun for a week, my nigga. You don't have a headache? No. I would have a headache if no, I got my hair uh-uh. a bun. Mm-mm, set it and forget it. No. I, I, I just put- retouch the edges with some gel. My this is the this is my equivalent of a ponytail, and that gives me a this. headache. So Joyelle has her hair pushed up into like the center of her head into like a big poof. That gives me a headache. Yeah, this is well, I don't do it tight. I make oh. sure it's not too tight. Yeah, and then so this is my ponytail. This is my most of the time, which is I was like, I need to take headshots in this style because. This is how I show up to auditions. Oh yeah, you do your headshots true. and like the cute little. Then you're like, oh yeah, oh, I yeah. don't look like this most of the time. My headshot is my hair is blown out. My roots are at least two inches past due, so I have black roots and which I do now, black roots and then my hair is colored like a brownish. And I love then, that hair. Yeah, and it's just blown hair. out, and that's it. And yeah. I look at it I'm like, who who's that girl? Because right. that's not who I look like. Yeah, and I, I just found this chick. Um. Up the block, who blows? She'll blow my hair off for twenty bucks. Wow, is she Dominican? No, she's black. Oh, cool. Because Dominicans don't give a fuck. Yeah, I know. I sound like I'm generalizing, but I'm telling you, every time I've walked into a Dominican hair salon, they be looking at me like, "We about to sneak some perm in your shit, right?" Because <laughs> we don't, we don't, we don't want to do that work. I can't do it with the brush because they use the brush to blow yeah, it out. Yeah, they do and I feel use like the that's brush. Me t- that's tearing out. Oh, all it of my tears hair. out all your fucking yeah. head. I'm like, we don't have the same hair, so I can't go to Dominicans. I got to go to all black. Blacky black so you just chick. go with your hair washed and, and blow dry no i let her wash it oh wow. she's not gonna get it the way i do like she she scrapes she scratches my scalp oh wow oh shit. so she washes and blow dries for 20 you bucks she doesn't flat iron though no i don't I, there's no point in flat ironing my hair mm. that's gonna last for me walking out the door oh no no that's true <laughs> i get my hair flat ironed probably twice a year when i get it colored right and, and how I, long does it last oh uh, five hours five hours is generous five <laughs> hours i mean it has to be a good day I, yeah, like I, a beautiful I get, day there's no weather no i um i look at the farmer's almanac six months in advance <laughs> yes. to figure out what the humidity level is gonna be <laughs> exactly. and then i make that the day i'm gonna get my hair done exactly. and blown out and th- you have an event that night not even i would have to have an event no i don't i don't want to hurt my feelings if i go to an event i know my hair is not gonna look the same way i walked in when i walk out of course yeah because i once did a show at caroline's and i got my hair done and like you know curls in it and by the end of the show i was looking like alfalfa who who done it and why yeah so i'm not even gonna play myself i love that that's a part of getting older where we just no longer playing ourselves, like yeah the blowouts enough for me and i'm like that's what my hair can do yep and i'm fine with that and it's interesting because now i'm getting older to the point where i'm like maybe i'll just cut it all off again oh you're gonna go for no, your nope i thought about it for a Dora second Malachi. even when i look at like um what's her name deny deny from walking dead and uh black panther her hair shaved yeah and i'm like i don't want to do i don't like that twa I don't think that's good. I don't think I have the head shape for that. You have to have a good head shape for that. I don't like my I don't think I know what my head is. T W A is Teeny weeny Afro, by the way, if people want to know. Oh, I didn't know what that That was. In between. Yeah, the teeny weeny, I don't like that. I don't like that in between phase because because also, see girls now when I look at like Instagram, you talking about like the glow up and black girls being able to like black girls today look up to you know the entertainment stars and all that stuff but they really 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 do look up to like instagram models or like makeup girls there's so many like makeup girls on instagram yeah that they have so many followers and hair oh my god hair porn black girl hair porn on instagram is redonkulous and pinterest right yes but see on Instagram is like the video, like it's a girl with a video, and it like they they're like washing their hair, and then they're doing the leaving and showing the products and all this stuff. And it's always some girl with like some crazy ass long natural hair, which is great, right? But it's not indicative the of, norm, right? Exactly. So don't tell me what vitamins you took to make your hair grow, because that's just your hair. That's just your genetics, yes. name. Yeah, genetics are different for sure, and we yes, we we all do. And, that, and you just need to come to the conclusion of what your genetics are. Wait, so when you got your hair permed at seven, how long did it take you to let go of the creamy crack? Officially, it was around that uh, Lord Hill time. Oh, wow. Yeah. So you were permed from seven to 17. Yeah, about that, 18. And there was this perm that happened. I forgot the name of it, but it was on an infomercial. And my mother ordered it. And we put it in my hair and all of my hair fell out Mm. and there was ended up being like a class action suit Did you sue? uh, I don't think we were a part of it because my mother she's like mother works too hard She didn't have time for that, but yeah, I I was in that (laughs) So (laughs) I had to get like a short little bowl cut around Ninth grade or whatever and then I think I went back to purse But then when miseducation came out everybody was like no, did you do a clean shave? No, I just got braids I oh. just kept trimming it. Oh, yeah. yeah you transition slowly. Yeah, I, think, I couldn't do the. No, I think I did that. I think I did that for the most part. Like I kept doing cornrows. I would do cornrows because the real gag is cornrows with a nappy roots and permed hair is the best braid out ever yeah because you really get the definition and you still got a little bit of shimmy shake shake to it and so at the point i was like <laughs> i'm tired of crow and rolling this hair up so I'll just cut it so I, when i first did my chop i probably had like mm, about like two inches yeah and then i've cut my hair like three or four times since then and i've done like clean shave bald caesar waves do rag new now everything everything i've never done a caesar or any type of like barbershop style i've never yeah got a had clippers i've never had clippers on my head oh i've had clippers but I then you have end up having to go like that. every two like every two weeks i know and that i just started getting my nails gelled so baby steps <laughs> oh wait, yeah i don't i don't recommend you going to a barbershop especially now because men are i don't know what the hell they talk about in barbershops i used to work in one so i know they're yeah men are nuts they're crazy they're nuts is that like locker room talk yeah oh lord please i can't he's a mess he is a damn mess. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> I'm gonna try not to say his name. We don't need to. But you, but speaking about him, you've done a lot of political work in the recent years. Yes. Are you still? I have. With, are you still with Lady Parts Justice? I I work with them. I'm gonna probably be on their tour that they're having this summer. I don't work with them full time anymore, but now I've transitioned. I'm working with the Brooklyn NAACP. Oh, nice. Yeah. So where did your, so did Lauren Hill usher you into your political wave as well? No. Um, I'd always been interested in doing political work. I'd always been into politics, um, but I never, like pursuing comedy is just so all encompassing. Yes. You can't think of anything else. Mm-hmm. So now I'm a decade in and I'm like, oh, I'm at a point where I'm making money at comedy and now I can start to think about other people and other things. And Luckily, Lady Parts Justice came into my life, and then from there, I was like, "Now I need to do more." What's my other side? My other side is black, so you know, I was like, "How can I?" And I met uh, Eljoy through doing Lady Parts. Yes, so. Eljoy Williams is an yes. amazing political activist and commentator, and move moves. Is she the president of She's the Brooklyn? The president Brooklyn? of the Brooklyn and NAACP. Yes, she yeah. is president of the Brooklyn NAACP chapter. And I strongly suggest you should or look into joining your local NAACP chapter yes and for for this reason alone because people are like what do they do they don't do anything so when Roy Moore was yes. running for office, yes, Doug Jones, Doug Jones the in the local NAACP in Alabama went out, registered people to vote and on voting day they organized buses and got people from yeah. the community to the polling centers and back. So when you think about what are they doing it might not be some big massive PR push or policy that you see but they're doing things that are like on the ground and actually helping yes. people in the community. Grassroots. So always look to your grassroots organizations and donate. It's not that much money. I joined it, you know. I got a nice email. I know it was a blast, but I felt special because it's from El Joy, and she was like, "Would you guys help me meet my 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 goal of securing this many new people?" And I was like, "I'll do it." Yes, it's thirty dollars for the year. It's not a lot of money, and that's nothing. Um, and and you know you could choose your level of involvement and i i personally just wanted to just be more involved so that i could just have something to where i'm i want to be given back mm-hmm. and uh, so now I'm working with the youth council mm. and we're we're getting it reactivated because it actually fell off so really yeah so we're uh, the youth council is ages 11 to 17 and already we had our first meeting uh last weekend and There was only like six girls there because it was our first initial meeting. And so now we're going to get more people to come. But it was just beautiful to just have that space for them to be able to talk about their issues and their grievances with their schools. Had a fourth grader in there talking about how she experiences racism. And I was just like... This is, this is why yeah. we have this and why they need yep. to be able to talk and mm-hmm. get their thing. Because they need to know, have the tools and the resources out. in order to handle yeah. those situations. And and it's like, it's not like you don't want to tell them that racism doesn't exist because it does, no. but you also need, they also need a sounding board yes. to mm-hmm. explain those things to people. Wow. And you went to Weeksville. That was a trip. Yes. They, yeah. That was a trip that we did um, with the WACP So tell the yeah. people what Weeksville is. Weeksville is. Because I have international listeners. Oh yes. Like so Weeksville was people. our was before Wakanda. Weeksville we had a, a bunch of communities in America where free black people lived and thrived and had our own churches and schools and newspapers and Weeksville was in present day Crown Heights, right where you're sitting right now. Um and it's eighteen thirty six slavery ended was abolished in um New York City in, a, in the 1820s. Mm-hmm. And in order for you to vote, a man had to own $100 worth of property and a black man had to own $250 worth of property. Mm-hmm. So these black men bought all these homes around here and it was a man named James Weeks that founded it and it lasted for 100 years. Yeah. Yeah. Do they know what, what stopped it? I mean, eventual, you know, gentrification and, uh, p- you know, people just buying buying us yeah. out was eventually what stopped it and so the interesting thing about weeksville is that it went unnoticed for many 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 years the area where the last like three or four buildings are still standing was overgrown with like trees and leaves and everything and so nobody knew anything and plus this is like during the like 70s and 80s -hmm. in brooklyn new york so there was a lot of plight in the community and abandoned billion buildings and lots. So nobody paid any attention. And so there's one white guy, I'll leave it up to them. Um, <laughs> was reading about it and he started getting the maps and from the city and finding out like, okay, this is where it should be. And so he chartered a helicopter himself or like a propeller plane or something. And he flew over and he identified it. Yeah. And then he kind of was the one that spearheaded like, okay, we need to preserve this and then yeah. inform people. And now it's like a whole community center, learning yeah. center, it's a heritage and a center. That's yeah. right around the corner. And there's four of the original houses are still there. Mm-hmm. And one, um, Two of the houses are from the 1800s and one's from the 1930s. And then another one is from another time period. But yeah, there's like different time periods of houses that are still there and preserved. So support that. The yeah. Weeksville Heritage Center in Brooklyn. And how do you see politics impacting your comedy? Um, I I mean, I, I have a bit because I'm mostly talking about my life. So my life and how it relates to politics, mm-hmm. like I was on a date with a white guy and I found out he voted for Trump. Mm-hmm. So Oh, do tell. <laughs> I need to hear all of this. Yeah. How did you meet? We met on a singles cruise. Cruise? So, yes. You went on a whole cruise? Not a, cr- I mean, cruise is a general, general Like on a boat? On a boat like around the statue of liberty oh okay but I yeah. thought you packed luggage i did not pack luggage no 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 <laughs> i had my purse um so we're on a singles cruise actually my roommate hosts them so that's why i was able to go oh okay okay um so you didn't pay no. okay good <laughs> that <laughs> changes the not. whole story okay girl get yeah. yours girl get yours yeah yeah and so this white guy comes up to me He's cute and we were getting along and then we went on a date and two drinks in on the date he tells me he just slides in that he voted for Trump. Oof. and With like no regrets or with oh, regrets? still supports him. Eh, ooh, yeah. Ooh, no. And was just indignant about it. Like, yeah, say something to me, like basically. And, but still wanted to deal with me. And I was like, you don't understand why this is a problem. And he, he had no concept of why. He, he felt like, what, you only talk to people who have the same opinion than you? And I was like, no, I don't. But this is different. Trump is different. This is different than just being Republican and a Democrat. Yes, it is. You know, it is. You don't care about my livelihood. No. As a black person or as a woman. Or, or, or you don't see, because also the thing that people don't realize is there's, there is willful, not caring. And then there's subconscious, not caring. So a lot of people who voted for him subconsciously don't give a fuck about people. That's not them or their race. And so when you talk to me like, yeah, but he's racist. And they were like, I'm not racist. And it's like, yeah, but, but you're enabling, a you racist. are enabling the things that he, <sighs> for your yeah. own livelihood, right. for your own livelihood. So that, and, and that informed me to be able to do a Trump, a Trump joke, you know, where I wasn't necessarily looking to do a Trump joke. Yeah. So it just, in, in retrospect of that and telling that story, I have a political, you know, so what joke. happened with the date? Um, we well, cause I'm the type of person where was he cute though? Was he, he was cute. Oh, can you show me a picture? I don't even remember his name oh, okay, never mind. at this point. Um, he, uh, I I like to see where things are gonna go. Mm-hmm. So we came back to my house. We smoked, we chilled, we talked more, and then I kicked him out. And then we, he was like, "Let's go out again." And I was like, "Okay, whatever. I guess." Now, what if? What if the universe? Or oh, the powers that be uh-huh. put this man in your life so that you could change his mind. And I and I look at things like that. Would you have continued to date him? Um, I don't know. Just because I'm tired of white boys right now, and you, you dabble in white boys a lot. They're the only ones that ask me out. Can we talk about this because? I have a friend who I'm not going to name because I know she'll get upset, but she's like, Chloe, you have to realize that certain people date who, who comes to them. That's, that's what it is. I want to date a black man so bad. So what is it about you? We gotta, we gotta make you blacker. I I don't understand. I have an afro. I've been mean, walking down the street. You should have seen the way I went to one of the Black Panther screenings. I'm dressed like I know Simona. you had your you had your nice skirt on. Your yes, nice African print skirt. So what is it? Are you are not in circles at all? I mean, comedy. You got to just erase comedy. Yeah, well, scrap that. Scrap that as a date. Well, that's scene. why I try to go do different things. That is that why you joined the NWSAP? so you can find a black man?
1: Yeah, I mean, part of wouldn't it wouldn't hurt. Are they
0: there? Everyone's older that's They're why i'm old. like hey younger people come join the NAACP. that's what we want we want younger okay so i don't i don't get approached by white men at all i don't get approached. so what is it what do you think it is what do they see in you i don't know if they don't think i'm gonna curse them out <laughs> <Is that> what- <laughs> i don't know if they think i'm a timid or i'm not gonna be like snapping my fingers I don't know. Now, in your white experiences, hilarious sentence. (laughs) Have you felt that though the men that have approached you have really been able to see you and respect you without fetishizing you? That guy, that Trump supporter, I don't think he would have. I think that was a fetish for him. Okay. Um, Other white, I mean, other guys, I don't know. Because the last guy I was dealing with was white and he just ghosted me. Mm-hmm. so I don't know because I feel like niggas are niggas regardless of what race oh yeah niggas is, <laughs> niggas is universally ain't shit regardless of what race so I just be dealing with the white niggas <laughs> yeah but I don't know I feel like if you want a black guy you just maybe have to like go do some more nigga shit I need well that's the goal I want to do more nigga shit yeah like just we can go to like bars in the neighborhood and stuff like that yeah well, let's let's go. You definitely can't tell the nigga that you a feminist in the first four conversations. Well, then that's a problem. You know, you just say you don't even have to say it though. I don't think I don't think black men are hung up on feminism the way white men are. No, they're not. Black men don't support our feminist side. No, but they but they don't support it. But they already understand it. We're strong black women that don't take no shit. So in their mind, that's the same thing. Yeah, and I, that I, it's I'm kind of just over men right now in 2018 uh, speak for yourself i am speaking for myself i said i i, I said know. i <laughs> i did not say we I, I felt, said, I I felt I an air of sympathize with me oh no <laughs> i i wasn't i wasn't at all because i because uh, yamanika did no dick 2017 so i think have yeah, fun no let me say something i'm too old to be giving up dick okay agreed I'm, i've been vegan I've been pescatarian. <laughs> yeah, I've, done I've, been, I've had a lot of I've, I've, <laughs> I've cut my hair off. I've meditated. I do hot yoga now. I'm not giving up dick. I'm not giving up dick. I'm not giving up dick. I'm just giving it up until somebody worthwhile comes. So you want to be in love. You want to be in love? I do want to be in love. But I also, I mean, I just want to be able to date somebody who is a potential mate. We could have a couple fucking dates. <laughs> yeah, can we yeah, have yeah. a couple dates? What's the best date you've ever been on? Best date I've yeah. ever been on? Oh, uh, yeah. There was this one date with a white guy. He was Australian and it was like a five hour date. Mm. We started out at brunch and then just did not want to leave each other's presence. And what happened to him? Uh He lived with his baby mama. Jo jo oh. What? What? I found that out on the date. On the date? Wait, yes. what hour of the five <laughs> did you realize that? That's, that has been maybe hour three or two. Ooh, what? He looked like Thor, though. It was Wait, really. Wait, but what did he say? <laughs> How did it come up in conversation? Oh, it was, it was the whole trope of I am with, we live together to raise our baby, but we're not together. How old is the baby? The baby was like two and what race was the woman black fucking knew it I fucking knew it Nope. <laughs> of course oh and no. i knew nope i was noping it in from jump and he tried to play because he was like because he, he, he said they still uh i was like oh what type of, of uh, apartment do you live in he was like oh one bedroom i was like oh okay You guys sleep in the same bed? He was like, yeah. I was like, okay. And I just kept eating. He's like, are you going to ask the next question? I was like, I don't need to ask the next question. He's like, why don't you ask the next question? I was like, I'm a grown ass woman. I know the answer to the next question. And he's like, well, maybe you'd be surprised. And I was like, all right, whatever nigga. Do you guys still sleep together and have sex? And he was like, no. And I'm sitting here like, men think just because they say something to us, we're supposed to believe it. And I was like, okay, that's cute that you think that I'm going to believe you. And then she ended up getting pregnant like three months later. Uh, Are you fucking serious? Wait, so you stopped talking? You still talk to him casually? We were dating. But when I say dating, I'm like loosely. I like just hanging out and shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Having sex. So then he told you. He told you she got pregnant? Yeah. And he he tried to drop it like, like he was like, like this huge surprise. And I was like, Yeah that's what happens when you sleep in a bed <laughs> with somebody oh so they married now uh know. i th- well they moved they moved somewhere else and he and it was funny because another friend of mine he ended up dating her a after, friend of a friend a friend of a friend when when his baby mom was pregnant At, no after she had the second baby so that's just what he does he just so in his mind he's in an open relationship yes in his mind. that life. she don't know about that she that she has not sanctioned, yes. Because I'm telling you, with all my experiences, if I meet a man and he tells you some situation about, like, I still have close relations with my ex-wife or my baby mama or whatever, I'm not fucking you until I meet her or she, or she knows, like, That you have somebody else in your life. See, and I was the opposite. I was like, I might as well fuck you because there's no point because where this isn't going anywhere. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think I will go with that too if they're not married. That's my only. They were married. Like not married. Yeah, and that's that's why I was like, you know what? This guy's gorgeous. This will be fun and it was fun for two seconds and then she, he got his baby mama pregnant but the only reason why i don't really fuck around with that situation though is because men like that don't like using condoms because they get in real pussy all the time girl and so you end up having to f- want to punch <coughs> a nigga in the face because he tried to act out and yep. slip a condom off and we're yep. gonna fight you are correct. or you take forever to nut because oh you don't know what it feels like well nigga is plastic get it together you feeling as best you gonna feel we're gonna have a moment for all of the men out there who are trying to go raw i think it should be a crime it really should be it should be a crime because i mean i've had some i call them slippers i've had slippers in the past and it's infuriating because just ask me and i'm gonna That's tell you a no kind of sexual assault it is it is especially when they do it on from the behind because then you they you know when a nigga start fumbling, I'll be like, no, oh, what you doing with your hands? You're doing something. You're taking too long. You're not adjusting your balls. Something's happening back there. <laughs> your don't balls are me. fine. Yeah, I feel like that's 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 a real conversation that needs to be had. And if it, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, I don't understand why so many are so okay with it. Uh,
1: well, I mean, I can understand. I trust if it you. Slips, why
0: do you trust me? If it slips off, I understand that. If it breaks, I understand that. And we that. know what that feels that, like. Yeah. Yeah, because it take about a good three strokes. And you like, something is different. feels so much different. Why am I enjoying this now? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I said that one time to this guy. We was having sex. He was uh, behind me. And he goes, oh, the condom slipped off. And I was like, I knew it was feeling good. <laughs> and he was like, uh, uh yeah, it feels different. Um, when you talk about that and slipping of the condoms something you said that i just thought about it oh why so when i talk to my male friends they all say every man is gonna want to go wrong and it's the woman's responsibility like the patrice joke it's a woman's responsibility yeah it's to so true have to use into acts that you use protection it's so true and i'm like i get it but don't you care about your well-being they're retarded and I, you know, what's so funny? I, up until recently, a bunch of my f- guy friends, I was like, you know, when you go to the doctor, and you get a blood test, they don't test you for STDs and HIV. There's no, there's no testing for them. No, but I'm saying like they say, oh, I went to the doctor and I got some blood work done. They think they just go. They think the doctor in the lab just slips in an HIV test. No, you have f- to ask for that specifically. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Like, you have yeah, to ask be like, it. your measles, mumps, and rubella yeah, 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 are up yeah. to date. Cool, you good on polio, nigga, but, oh. Tetanus, you got covered. They think, they think that, they really think that, so they were like, I went to the doctor, it was good. I'm like, nigga, you went to the dentist and you did not give blood work. Yes, they were checking your platelets to see if you could handle this surgery. Right? Yes. So, yeah, so men out there just, I don't understand why you would even want to, like, because, which is funny because, in one setting, guys will say, "Women, you can't trust women," but then you turn around and fuck them raw. Cause they said they trusted you. Cause you said that. Cause no, not be because the man trusts the woman, even though that's <laughs> what they say. About that's them. what they say to me. They'll be like, "I trust you." Why? Why even do you, you don't trust know me? me? We just met. You should not trust me. Oh. <sighs> it's terrible yes I'm a good person but you don't know that it's terrible so can we talk about the fact that you said that you can't smell sure what what is that from like how much like on a scale of one to ten how much can you not smell I I can't smell um most of the time was this all your life so here's what I think the root of it was when I was a kid my mother used to send me to this babysitter whose house smelled like death to me. She smoked, she changed, smoked cigarettes and she was always cooking meat. <laughs> and that house always just smelled like cooking meat and cigarettes to me. Wait, and this so, is your babysitter? My babysitter, yes. Your mother didn't, she was busy. <laughs> she didn't look at no Surgeon General <laughs> she, awareness. No, And she's no. a nurse. So that's Ooh. the irony of it. Um, so between that and then I would go to my grandparents' house and they had a thousand pets. Mm. and an evil cat so I feel like that's when my allergies and asthma started as a kid and I just didn't want to breathe going into that babysitter's house and so I would purposely stop my nose up and I think that's that was the start of it of just me learning not to breathe because mm. you know whatever you learn in your first five yeah. years is what you take wow it to so you, in you was in like, there just just I'm not mouth gonna breathe. breathing. wow I'm just gonna mouth breathe it and now that's what I do so I'm trying to reverse it but it's 36 years of uh not so you think it's mostly nose. psychological at this point or your I, body i just mean i've manifested it that it it's that it's physiological yeah. so i'm full of mucus i can't eat my body's so sensitive I, i'm practicing a new diet now and i can barely eat anything my body's so sensitive what are you practicing no uh wheat or gluten no dairy no shellfish no alcohol no eggplant for some reason yeah eggplant 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 is not the jam yeah i've learned that i used to like it and what i do is this thing called eat right for your blood type yeah before i did eat right for your blood type i was vegan for a year and a half i was snatched but then <laughs> i started gaining weight again and i was like wow well, how the fuck am i gaining weight when i've been vegan yeah and so i was like something i'm eating is not right doing like at first because when you do lose weight on a diet it's really the shock of it or the shock to your system of like changing your habit and so towards the end of the year and a half i was like slowly gaining weight again and like to the point where i was like right before if not a little bit like maybe a couple pounds more yeah so then i was like this isn't working and then i started becoming anemic and so i went to my chiropractor slash um acupuncturist who practiced western medicine um and she's like yeah you need to probably eat something that you're not eating right now because your body's older your body changes yes and and a lot of times when you have a vegan diet it doesn't allow your body to like regenerate itself yeah like it 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 removes the toxins but like if you have like an injury or shit like that like your body doesn't have anything to pull from to regenerate itself and so i looked into eating right for your blood type and so i got the book and i read it and eggplant was one of the things i wasn't supposed to eat so like eggplant wheat gluten and i'm like eating bread i'm eating pasta i love all the pasta you know dairy i never really fucked with dairy anyway but then dairy I, i get mucus immediately from dairy yes um and so pizza's like, big for us for our lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. Pizza, no pizza. No pizza. I was because I would do pizza. Pizza's I would do like me. Thai food. I would get Thai food all the time. And so just that constantly, Chinese food, all of that, like just was not good. But eggplant was one of the things that was on my list of no eating. So I don't do mango, cashews. I used to fuck cashews up. I, I fucking love cashews. cashews, on cashews. My I love cashews. What's your blood type? B positive okay i can tell you I, I don't know it off the top of my head but i can send you some of the stuff but yeah eat right for your blood type i think b positive is uh there are certain meats like you're not supposed to eat like chicken beef i stopped eating chicken and i went to this ayurvedic doctor she told me that uh she was like you can eat a little bit of chicken she's just like make sure it's like minced and yeah completely ground up because yeah and I like like well. what's it call it like organic and not like hormone filled and all that Ugh, stuff. so hard it's also it hard. is hard it is hard like yeah. sometimes when i want to eat like trash i'll just be like fuck it and then i'll just get like i had a slice of pizza like three days ago and the yeah next day i, I woke can't do up, that i was anymore. like blowing my nose i know this age shit man this age shit is terrible i love it i don't like <laughs> this like i, I actually it. i actually never really think of my age as a hindrance i don't think of my age as a hindrance at all but now that i'm 37 it's so close to 40 and i'm kind of like whoo but i know i'm gonna get a lot of shit done between now and then but it's just the saying out loud like yeah. i met this guy last night and he was like oh yeah you know how old are you oh i think i asked him because he looked kind of young and he's like oh, i'm 37 i was like oh yeah me too fuck me too I'll <laughs> <laughs> be the same age i love it i'll be 37 in september i don't dislike age because I think with age comes experience and everything works yeah. itself out. But if you just saw the number, if you just saw the number <laughs> by itself, like, you know, when they have Sesame Street and like, today's number is if 37. It was, if it was 37, you'd be like, I don't like that number. I so it don't have no zhuzh to it. <laughs> it's just like in the middle. It's not 35, it's not 36 because even numbers are better than odd numbers. <laughs> Just Who who's made this up for I'm you? I'm just saying for me head. aesthetically. The only odd numbers that I like are five and ten. No, that's even number. Ten isn't even. Number. Five. That's just my five. only odd number that I like. Well, seven is, I guess, godly or whatever. Seven is godly, but I feel like that's too on trend. Yeah. So five is my is my only odd number that I like. 13 is my favorite number. Really? Yes. See, if I saw thirteen, I would add both, and I'm like, that's four ah numerology yeah yeah that's why i look at lotto like i look at lotto i don't know how to play but whenever i see the lotto numbers i always do the numerology of it so if it's a good if it's like a five or like a seven i may be like yeah maybe i'll play it but you don't i don't even know how to play i'm so bad you just give people money you know? i walk in there and i try to play and they're you're a cop. Get the fuck out. <laughs> you narc. Yeah, I'm like, so can I, can, how do I, can I put, I want $5 in <laughs> the Powerball, please. Ma'am. <laughs> do, would you pick your numbers? I don't think I will. You get a random. I know, but I feel like people have a higher chance of winning when they pick their own numbers. Have you ever been in a bodega and somebody walks in and they, and they start doing their numbers? And you just, I just sit there in a the trance like, wow. I feel like I never, because I'm not a gambler at all. Oh, I'm terrible. Uh, yeah, I'm not at all. That's not in my psyche. So if I see that, that doesn't register to me. You've never been about to buy your bag of chips and you hear somebody say, Poppy, you let me get four and 17 and 18 and nine. I mean, I've heard it. I don't focus on it. I'm like I'm fucking jealous. <laughs> I don't, I don't I don't even know what the numbers are <laughs> I do know that the modern day lottery was started as a result of the black Renaissance and the woman I can't remember her name Madame St Claire yeah Madame St Clair who was running Stephanie a lotto Clair mm-hmm. she was running a lotto in Harlem and then a mob got jealous and tried to yep. you know murk her um and then the government which was in cahoots with the mafia was like might well, as well why don't we just do this lotto thing? And there you have the lotto. Yep. Black woman started the lottery. Black History Month, guys. Fun it facts. Stephanie History St. Clair. Mm-hmm. She's awesome. Um, I thought like they were supposed to do a movie about her. There needs to be a movie about her. Uh, who who should play her? I want to play her. You do? Yes. You're into acting? Yeah. You did acting as a kid and stuff like that? Yeah. The theater? Yeah, yeah. You got really excited. Your eyes got really big just now. <laughs> like really excited. Yeah. Really? So what Is your dream acting job? Because I hate auditioning. So you do auditions and all that and resize. uh -uh. Yeah. Um, And it's just been more now that I started working with this new agency. But um, dream acting, super, I would love to be like Black Panther, that type of stuff. I would love to be in a superhero movie just so I can get in the best physical shape of my life as well. (laughs) I don't give a fuck if I have no lines and I'm just passing out spheres. I want to do the conditioning and the training. Well, there's room for that in Black Panther. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I know there's a lot of women Because the, in the women are the generals. I don't think I'm going to shave my head, though. But <laughs> I have to figure it out. But Lupita didn't shave her head. No, she didn't. No, she didn't. She was like, I've been there, done that. Right. I'm not growing this shit out again. She got a whole ponytail now. <laughs> <Holy shit. laughs> she does. Have the the p- in that picture, she got a whole ponytail, in, a ponytail in the ponytail. back. I was like, look at your Hang time, Lupita. <laughs> yeah, I would. I don't. I would like to do, um, definitely an action film. Yeah, I mean all of it. I'm, I, I'm in love with every aspect of acting. Ever since I was a kid, I was always just googly eyed looking at, looking at the, just the being able to pretend and have different. So how did you get into comedy? Did you settle on comedy while you were trying to get more yeah. acting stuff? Yeah, yeah. I moved out to uh, L. A. with my sister. You know my sister? No. Uh, Kelly Garrett. She worked at Vibe. The writer, yeah, oh, that's sister, yeah, really, yeah, like full sister, half sister, like grew up together. Pre- yeah, I mean, there's a I've huge story I've asked a lot. I had asked a lot of black questions. There's a lot of yes, black. Yes, that family. was a lot of black. A lot of on your mama side, on your dad's side. <laughs> on my did you know the whole time that was your sister? <laughs> yeah. or they just brought her home one day and said, "Oh, hey, by how the way, many it's times your did y'all spend the night together?" Yeah, 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 yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. How mama liked you? <laughs> yes, <laughs> mother likes me. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> um yeah that's her book her first book came out last oh, wow. year yeah uh i know kelly um i don't know kelly garrett is an amazing 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 journalist yes and i don't know i mean i know her through work like when i was a journalist yeah. but we never really like kicked it because she was never she never was in new york right so by the time she got a job close to new york i was done with journalism by that right point. but right, she's right. super dope but she works for the undefeated with espn correct yeah yes. and so now we um we moved to la Mm -hmm. after she got into USC film school Mm -hmm. and so when she moved out I was like I'll move out too and my goal to move out was to was to be acting but then I just started going to comedy clubs every week and then I started going twice a week and that's how I started doing comedy Mm. yeah because I saw it as versus you know going on all these auditions being able to perform got it you know but that's also terms. the that's kind of like the la track though it's like yeah. i want to do this but i'll do comedy until i can do that right so are you still in love with comedy am i in love with it i'm in love with performing okay yeah comedy is hard i mean it's difficult but you've been doing it for 10 years yes and you've had great success you've toured with chappelle yes and, and hannibal it's and all, all that stuff. great Maria Bamford, yes, I'm doing your resume for you because you're not <laughs> giving anything up. Oh, okay, I didn't know. I didn't know it was my resume time. But yeah, I've done all that. It's been great. What's hard about it for you? Ten years in, I just still feel like the grind is is uh, is just kind of rough as far as having to be your own business. That's mm. the part that I don't I don't like because I'm not a good yeah. business. I don't have a business mind. I'm all creative. So when it comes to, you know, all that responsibility with business, that's the part that frustrates me. I think once you're like 10 years in, well, I'm eight. So like I think eight to 10, you it's time to diversify. Yeah. Because eight to 10 years, if you still just getting up, performing every night, if you're not at the point where you're like doing tours and headlining and selling out, but you're still like in the city and doing spots... It's time to diversify. Still do those things, but it's time to start writing for shows, pitching shows, like all that other stuff because you'll go crazy. Exactly. Exactly. That's what I was like. I I love doing stand up, but I want to do other things. I'm at the point now, if I make it, I'm making it as me. The only thing I'm not, like there's a fine line of being your organic self and the other fine line is coming across as like being angry and bitter. Right. So I'm not. I'm not angry. And I'm not angry. And I'm not bitter. But I'm going to answer questions like I would answer questions. Yeah. I'm, i I have to. I have to be myself. I'm Cardi done. B taught me well. Oh yes. Tiffany Haddish. I see you have the last Black Unicorn. Did you read it? I haven't read it yet. I just Uh-oh. wanted her beautiful face up there. Okay. You um, have a lot of books on your bookcase. I do. The other one is empty is that symbolic for something? No, no, that's my roommate's <laughs> bookcase, but it was falling, oh, so we oh. need, we need to get it back up. So she had to take all those are all her books that were up there. Got it. I so. got it. So you and your roommate each have your own bookcase. Yes. How long you have been cohabitating together? two years okay this is a very harmonious uh roommate situation yes like you guys live together it's like when me and Munro lived together like we lived together it wasn't just like oh that's my roommate it's like we yeah unified yeah, everything decorated everything together yeah we've had you know we had it we had it down you're it's have a cute a apartment i love my apartment i love it i just sit here and i just stare at it it's really cute it's very you have a lot of like um positive sayings up on the wall a lot of like uh, you see a couple yoga mats yes where do you do yoga at uh i used to teach at this school that's how we oh, met oh that's right yeah you two used to teach that's before i got into yoga i remember everybody was like joy teaching class we can go to joy class we to go to joy class yeah that was like running a show <laughs> it was <laughs> that was the worst because everybody be, i'm coming i'm coming i'm coming and then Five, which five is fine, but it's like, I just, the frustration of having to deal with comics. (laughs) I don't feel like anybody should want to deal with comics on a social level unless they are personally your friend. Yes. Like for real, your friend, like call and not talk about comedy. Right. And and I have those and I'm dealing with those, but that was where I was like, yeah, I don't want to do this anymore. I might do it again, but maybe not. I do want to start teaching again, though. Teaching yoga? Yeah. I actually want to lo- to become a yoga teacher. That's one of my goals. Yoga and Reiki Ooh. are the two things that I would like to explore this year. Self-care 2018. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really love hot yoga, and I'm so critical of, like, teachers and experiences. Like, one time there was a teacher, and I could tell she was kind of new. And, you know, hot yoga is not Bikram, so it's not as rigid, but there are still, like, things that you expect in the classroom. Like, you expect the room to be hot, for sure. And she did not have the room hot to the point where I was like, is the heat on? And she really? goes, she goes, oh yeah, it's fine. It's like, I'm not, I'm not sweating. I'm not, I come here to sweat. I come here to sweat. I should be sweating on the third warm up breathing technique. Right. Like t- dripping. And I was not, I was annoyed. Like, and that's the worst part is doing yoga when your mind is in a bad place. Cause I'm sitting here being like this bitch. No, this shit ain't fucking hot. <laughs> she ain't cracked the door one. Her in her head in your head. I sent a nice old lady email to them too like, "Hey guys, so I take this class today at this time with this teacher and these are the things that were not namaste." I am very happy now with uh, using my voice. That's what I'm learning to use my voice more and more as I get older. You know what, though? It's interesting because I sent that email to them, not for me, because it would really annoy me was that there, I maybe had been practicing now at that point, maybe like five or six months, but there was n- girls who had just come their first day and, and they, they were that's what and they were black and I was like, oh, so, I'm so happy to see like women of color here and they walked out of class dry as a bone it was like we killed it and i was like no you didn't and so that's what for the culture that's what made me send that note because i was like i had such a transformative experience here that i signed up for like months worth of classes and i want everybody to have that same feeling and she was not delivering that and say they wrote back because you know they're all very like you know very centered and they were like you sound like you would be an amazing teacher and I was like mm, maybe hey, think about it get your certification Or I gotta do that I want to do that in Reiki those are the two things that I want to do because who knows what's going to happen in this post Trump world so you know at least I can heal some people you can do yoga in the woods yes totally another thing I'm doing <laughs> I'm volunteering to uh, cuddle babies at the NICU mm. in Mount Sinai so do you, what is the process for that do they how far into your history do they go uh, you gotta get uh, did I have to get fingerprints I don't know if I had to get fingerprints uh, yeah they. it's a lengthy you gotta make sure all your health shit is Yeah. Boosted. so I had to get booster shots I had, I had to get all that stuff and um, this is preemies right yeah and so you do not. it's not skin to skin it's just holding them I don't think it's going to be skin to skin. We haven't started yet. I'm all still in the process because I got to get the hep B vaccine. And that takes a month. Wow. For one shot to the next. So wow. once I get that hep B again, I can start. You trying to go to heaven. You doing Negro politics and yeah. baby stuff. And- yeah. The baby thing. That's like self-care for personal. But for me, I was like, that's going to help me. It's going to help the baby. It's going to help the parents. It's going to help the the nurses in the the NICU because they mm-hmm. don't have time for all the screaming babies yeah. so I'm like that's just all in compensating self-care and it's gonna feed my you yeah. know baby itch you that have I have that? right now. oh have yeah what? oh girl yes every time I see a baby I'm like <gasps> so how many kids do you want one or two you were only child well not I in was the house. technically my mother's only child okay yeah. so tell me the quick story of you and Kelly or your we have the same father. Got it. Our father is a doctor, I mm-hmm. was a doctor. And he uh got me and her mother pregnant at the same time. So I have a brother that's my same age. He mm. married their mother. So 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 your half sister, who you went to LA with, yes. Grew up in the house with your dad. Yes. Got it. And so she has a brother. Yes. So it's two of them. Yes. And then you. I am yes with your mom yes so did they know about you like how did y'all the whole entire time yep he was upfront and honest no they didn't know i was their sister they just knew me they thought i was a friend of the family explain (laughs) skip no detail he would bring you around the house yeah he would bring would send me there i couldn't call him daddy if i did he'd ignore me um I told my sister and brother that I was their sister and uh, my brother asked him once in front of me and he said no. Yes. What did their mother think? She thought I was... Well, because my mother was his nurse. He was an abortion doctor. It's a it's a, it's a deep story. This is a whole other podcast, but... Um. Wait, just give me... You have to give me a little bit. <laughs> yes. Your dad was an abortion doctor. Yes. And your mother worked with him in his practice. Yes. And so... He was married already. No. He had a baby mama. And then married her. Yes. Married her. And then she got pregnant the second time. Got it. Okay. So he was in a relationship already with relationship relationship. And then he was also in a relationship with your mom. Yes. And so then he got married to one woman. They had two kids. And then at what age was he bringing you around the house? I've known them my whole entire life. There's never been a point in my life where I didn't know them. I called their, I called our grandma, grandma. Our, our, my grandma acknowledged me as her grandchild. So, because gra- grandmas know, grandmas, yeah. So she was like, "Hey, baby, come yeah, on here, so baby." So I, I would always go to grandma's house. I would go to their house. Um, I was always around. They've always known me. So what, what age did his wife realize? That- I was fifteen that long Mm -hmm. it took her that long not once for a second did she say because i mean well maria shriver took a fucking long ass time to realize that that boy was arnold and that boy looked just like arnold let's just say denial is a powerful thing okay so 15 15. you you over there at the house cookout got a phone call uh are you leaving all this in the (laughs) podcast? yeah if you don't want me to but i'm riveted (laughs) yes i mean i got a phone call um turns out she was having an argument with her sister. And her sister said something to the lines of, don't think you're so all high and mighty when you bring Nikki around, Kelly and Ernie, and you don't tell them that that's their sister. And she's like, <gasps> exactly. Pearl clutch. And then called my mother like, I didn't know. And your mother said, duh. I mean, my mother's a much sweeter person than that. But yes, pretty much. She was like, yeah. So that's the thing. And so since then, she was really, I mean, she's such a great person. My sister's mother is great. She's just like, you know, now you're know you part of the family. Mm-hmm. We, we would make sure she made him change his will and include me in it and all that stuff. And she just, she was a great person about it. Great. Yeah. That's sweet. Yeah. She's a very good person. And so when did you start calling him dad? I mean, he tries now where he'll be like, I'm your father. It's so funny. If you look on my Facebook, there he'll be like, I'm so proud of my daughter. he'll he'll, he'll do that now Um, so you guys never had a conversation growing up where he was like I'm sorry for doing it I was just trying to preserve my household I did not well once he told me I told your mother to have an abortion what do you want from me so these are the reasons why I'm still single Chloe (laughs) that's funny that your dad your dad an abortion doctor couldn't get your mother to have an abortion right (laughs) (laughs) you're not good at your job I or D um yes so, all right. So, have you worked on this? Are Are you in a healing space? Have you worked through these issues? Or? Oh, for sure. I mean, I've been at therapy. Uh, I've gone through all of that in my life. And now I'm getting to a place where I'm accepting it and trying to uh, change the pattern of, of the men I attract. Because mm. I attract unavailable men. Yes. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. And also, just for people listening, realizing that that isn't your fault. Like, no. there was nothing you could have done as a no. child or it wasn't my fault it wasn't your fault it wasn't my fault wasn't my wasn't my siblings fault it was you know it was my parents fault and my mother has since apologized he apologized to me too (laughs) yeah yeah i mean they they don't necessarily have to apologize for their relationship but the way in which they treated you which they treated me yeah Yeah. and i didn't know i needed the apology my therapist let me know that she was like you need them to apologize to you and i was like oh i didn't know that (laughs) i know makes you feel so much better Yeah, because you are then because you open the door and you let the elephant out. Yes, exactly. And then it just making me acknowledge the fact that, oh, I'm not crazy. Yeah. All that time. I thought I was crazy. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. You had to go through that. Ah, Everybody has their something. Everybody has their something. (laughs) No, that's true. Like, yeah. I mean, I don't want to apologize and make, you know, make it seem like it's like, you know what I mean? But it's just like when you think about what how people get to a point you don't know all of the little things that they have to go through. Yeah. But you're a strong woman for it. And look at you giving. You <laughs> yeah. can you came from a space where people were selfish and now in turn, you are such a giving person. Yeah. I, I feel like that's an aspect of that as well. Just because it's like, I don't want ever anyone to ever feel that way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's end this the way I end all my podcasts, Joyelle, (laughs) Um, with the person in tears. Um, um, (laughs) What? This is my first time having somebody tear up. What makes you a social misfit? A social misfit? Define social misfit. It's whatever you want to, however you want to define it. Social misfit. Um, I don't, if I don't fuck with you, I don't fuck with you cardi b (laughs) if i see you i don't speak that means i don't fuck with you Mm -hmm. and i feel like that might be especially in our industry where Mm -hmm. there's a whole bunch of phoniness and people try to pretend that they like people that they don't i'm done with that and and for i mean for that to say that it's like you had to have done something to me Mm -hmm. i'm not just gonna be like oh you're annoying i i am done mid like Pretending that I fuck with people that I don't, so Mm. I guess I would say that makes me a social misfit. Especially yeah, when we work in the entertainment business, yeah, and people think the comics are happy all the time. No, absolutely not. You think everything's yeah, no, you think everything's like (laughs) holly jolly great. No, people are evil, and I'm done with dealing with the evil motherfuckers. So self-preservation. Yes. Wait, what did we say earlier? I'm going to call this. um, I'm not trying to play myself. No, I'm not trying to put myself ever. Yeah. Well, where can people follow you on social media? Uh, I can be followed on at Joelle Nicole on pretty much everything on Instagram and Twitter and my website and yeah, Joyelle Nicole. And hopefully you'll be doing some yoga classes so people can join you and get their namaste on. Yeah, I should do that. You are correct. Well, namaste. Namaste. Um, Thank you guys for listening. Be sure to follow Joyelle and myself. I have everything in the descriptions. Take care and I will talk to you next week. Bye.